This is Kevin Bostemeyer with UCI Conversations. We're in the middle of Sex Week here on campus, and I have the people responsible for that today interviewing. We're going to just be letting people know who may be wondering, like, what's going on in Ring Road? And I'm with... Hi, uh, my name is Davidian Bishop. I'm the director of the LGBT Resource Center here on campus. Prior to that, I used to work in what was the Health Education Department and is now the Center for Wellness and Health Promotion. Center for Student Wellness and Health Promotion. Thank you. And I've been a sexual health educator off and on for the better part of 30 years. Excellent. And Beth? And hi, my name is Beth England Mackey and I am the Assistant Director for the Center for Student Wellness and Health Promotion. And I also do the Sexual and Relationship Health Programming here on campus, which is why I am involved in this project. Excellent. And Luis, please introduce yourself. Hi everybody, Luis Andejas here. I'm the Healthy Campus Project Manager. Luis, could you say your name one more time? It just kind of slid through and I want to make sure we get it right. <laughs> sure, Luis Sendejas. Gotcha. So, how did Sex Week all come about? It sounds like there's been a lot of planning. Sure. <laughs> Let me start at the beginning. So how this whole project came about, it's through the Healthy Campus Initiative. And what the Healthy Campus Initiative is a collaboration with different faculty, staff, and students to improve the health and wellness of faculty, staff, and students here at UCI. We're very fortunate that we have this project going on, and we have wonderful people like Davidian and Beth who have really spearheaded this project going forward, and they'll talk more about what we're doing for Sex Week at UCI. Whose idea was it initially? Luis, did you go to... Beth and Davidian, or did they come to you, or was it organic and suddenly you were talking about it? Healthy Campus is something that, as Louis said, has existed for years, and UCI picked it up as well as all of the 10 campuses in the UC system. We decided to focus, so every campus is doing this, and there was a little bit of seed money associated with it so that we could focus on health concerns at UCI, and Davis is doing the same thing in Riverside and Berkeley. At our campus, we're focusing on five subcommittees. One is sexual health, which is the one that we're doing. There's a physical activity subcommittee, there's a nutrition subcommittee, there's a mental health committee, and alcohol and other drugs. We just happen to be focusing on sexual health. So what that means is that Beth and I are the co-chairs, Louise provides administrative oversight input and provides a lot of resources for us to help manage this outside of our regular full-time jobs here at UCI. And we work with student staff and faculty from across the campus. A preliminary about 10 months ago, ideating and trying to do some brainstorming to figure out what can we do at UCI to improve the sexual wellness of our students. And we came up with some good ideas as a committee and now where we are at with Sex Week is we will be rolling out some of the educational components that we really think students could benefit from. So yeah, this is Beth, and I'm going to just add on to what Davidian was saying. We got the opportunity to work together collaboratively. The LGBT Center and the Center for Student Wellness and Health Promotion do have overlap. We definitely do some cross-training. For example, we have done their safe zone training to train our students, particularly our sexual health peer educators, to be really sensitive and inclusive and understanding of different gender and sexual orientations. And then we also work together, as Davidian was saying, really, really giving the history of the center for me because I've been here a couple of years and he has been here for on the campus for 20, 22. 22 years. So he provided me with a lot of really amazing history about how this 
position has grown over time in the types of sexual health programming that we have attempted to do on campus. So this particular seed money has given us an opportunity to pull more partners together, both on campus and off campus. So we are doing activities with our student health center, with LGBT and the Center for Student Wellness. We have pulled in some professors and faculty to help lead a couple workshops and also the students. A big piece of what we're doing is to involve our students. So we have peer educators who are also going to be doing a couple of the workshops next week. ASCCI is is going to jump in and they're going to help us promote it and they will also help us with any volunteer needs that we have. They have a committee called the Student... Oh gosh, I'm going to mess it up. They have a committee. (laughs) No, but it's Life and Advocacy and Education. I'm going to get it wrong and I will send that to you so that it's correct. And that one is specifically focused around some sexual health issues. And so they've been working closely with me for the last year and we've been doing some education with them. And now they really want to be involved in some of the programming pieces. Is it just going to be around Ring Road or where are the events happening? Our big events are primarily Tuesday evening, but not everybody's going to be able to attend everything. So in the interest of maximizing impact to the campus, the goal is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and even Thursday have tabling out, then the thousands of people that walk by the ring will have more opportunity to see the visibility of that something's occurring. So it's good, as Beth said, for marketing, but also for those that do stop by because they're interested, depending on the day, depending on what table at what time, they could end up interacting with Planned Parenthood and get specific information or with the Student Health Center, Cross Cultural Center, Wayfinder, so different collaborative partners will be available for them to speak to and also just learn about resources. But also we will have all of the flyers for the different workshops that they can attend. So on Monday, for example, we have three different workshops. One is gonna be on body positivity and is going to be presented by our registered dietitian who often works with body image issues and we felt was very, very relevant around sexual health as well. We have two workshops, both talking about consent but slightly different angle. One is called Sex, Consent is the New Black. And that one is being taught by a forensic nurse here at the Bill and Sue Gross Center. And she's going to be talking about consent more as what does this look like when somebody comes in for an assault kit and how they educate and work with students around that issue and what kinds of resources they are available to them after to support them in their care. And then the other one is Sexy Can I, which is really about communication and consent, but talks about communication in an overall capacity in that it would help students learn how to negotiate and have those very difficult conversations with their partners or potential partners, help them think about what they might want or not want or they might like or not like and get them to start thinking about how they're going to navigate sexual health and relationships because it's a very very complex and difficult area for students. Mm. Throw in culture and religion and different upbringing and past experiences and all of those things and it's just a very complex topic. So we're hoping that during this week we're able to really help them learn how to negotiate, have conversations, support each other, find resources if they need the resources, learn about STIs and consent and different sexual orientations and gender identities, just really, really educating them on a little bit of everything about sexual health and relationships in hopes that they learn something valuable to not only use now 
as students, but to take into their life when they leave campus. Gotcha. So that's Monday. What will be going on Tuesday? So Tuesday, we also will be tabling with some of our community partners again to promote and also provide resources. And Tuesday night from 6 to 9.30, we're actually hosting Let's Talk About It Sex, which is our college summit. This is our really large event where we're going to be having a sex in the dark panel where we will have a series of experts on the panel that students can ask questions to around sexual health and relationships, followed by a series of four different workshops covering very different topics from STIs to sex with pride to love jeopardy, which is more of a fun game that we offer as a workshop on campus to educate students around different areas of health, women's health, men's health, LGBT. It covers a little bit of a lot of things, but it's done in a game format. And then the last one is relationships relationship goals, which is also done by our partner Planned Parenthood, and that's all around healthy communication, healthy relationships, consent, again, just covering a wide range of areas. And this summit came about because Planned Parenthood is one of the partners I work with throughout the year in my capacity as a sexual health and relationship program manager, does a sexual summit each year with a different college campus. And because they had done a training for me, they asked us to be the chosen campus for the year. And of course, I thought, how fabulous. We just started this committee where we want to educate, and now we have a really good partner to work with to help us throw a really large event. So between the seed money from the Healthy Campus Initiative and Planned Parenthood partnering with us, we're able to do this event at a much larger way than we would normally be able to do something around sexual health and relationships. So they are a fabulous partner for us to work with. We're splitting up the workshops, so some of their health educators are doing the workshops. Some of our educators, like Davidian, will be doing the Sex with Pride workshop, and our student health center, a nurse and a physician, will be doing the Only Catch Feelings, which is around uh, sexually transmitted infections and the importance of testing. And that's how we came up with our Tuesday night event. It's going to have food. We always know we have to bring food for students, so they will get dinner, and then we will finish up with dessert and coffee at the end where we'll all come back to the room where we did the panel and really just allow students to ask any further questions and talk to individual panel members or workshop presenters if they wish. Great. So that big event will be, you know, one of the big highlights of Sex Week will be Tuesday, April 10th from about 6 to 9.30. One of the times the show will be playing will be from 5.30 to 6 on Tuesday. So literally, if you're hearing this show at that time, you can go over. If you're a little late, is it okay? People can still come in and join in. Uh, That's not a problem. Right. Yeah, we'll have somebody at the registration table the entire time. So students oftentimes might have a class right up to a certain time, and they may be coming over. So we will be allowing them to register and, and come in quietly. Um, the, the only issue is that the beginning of the event is in the dark. Um, we are actually going to be turning the lights down and, and the panel will be softly lighted. Um, and so it gives students just a little bit of anonymity, a little bit of hopefully some comfort because we know that talking about sexuality and sex and relationships for students sometimes is uncomfortable or embarrassing. But we also know they have a lot of questions um, and they want to ask them. So Planned Parenthood came up with this concept of sex in the dark 
and and trust me we toyed with that because we don't want we want these conversations we want it to be out in the light but I understand that this gives students who might be a little shyer um, a chance to ask questions um, without um, being seen or just with a little bit more anonymity than they would get in a, a very well lit and some of the other workshops are going to take a different approach like the workshop that I'm doing is going to be ex fairly explicit I want to have real conversations and my goal in the first few minutes is going to be to get people to name every kind of sex they can think of and say the names of all of our body parts and say everything allowed so that we get comfortable then we can have real conversations that are not so tense because I think after you know we've done HIV testing for so many years here and one of the things that we know is that people most students have good information about sexual health where people struggle is that moment of if I'm having sex and I'm new to this as a new college student first time away from home away from parents that in those moments is when most people struggle with intimacy how do I do this am I doing this right how do I do this without embarrassing myself is the person that I'm with gonna like what I'm doing with them to them or vice versa and all of that is the hard part I think for students to negotiate so it helping them find spaces like this that allow them to use the words, use the language, and get comfortable with sex as a topic. I think that gen generally we can say that most people enjoy sex. <laughs> I think most people have a lot of discomfort about what it means to be with somebody else. We're vulnerable in a really different way. Being naked, being opening up your heart to somebody in some way, whether it's just because of sex or because you're dating this person and really liking them. I think that that scares people. So. Hopefully the weeks and the workshops will give them lots of opportunity to practice and hear and normalize that sex itself can be very good, but it's the communication part that comes with that and asking for consent and doing all the things in a way so that sex is good before, during, and after. That's kind of the, the goal for all these. And I think, and, and just in, in a wider perspective also, as uh, I think we talked about, we, we recognize that some students are not sexually active. And mm -hmm. so for those students, this is going to look different um, and it's going to feel different. But I would venture to guess there are certain questions that students might have for when that moment comes. Um, most people like to be in a relationship at some point. Most of us are probably thinking about getting married, having families, you know, down the road. So even if they're not there now, they still have questions. There's still the need to know about how to stay safe um, if they do come become sexually active. And even just things like well exams, things that they do before that, um, HPV vaccines to prevent, you know, certain types of cervical cancer, um, uh, things like that we talk about. So we talk about sexual health in a very broad sense, not just about having sex, but all of those things that lead up to that moment, all of those things we do to keep ourselves sexually healthy and safe. Uh, and so I think it's very important to recognize that for some students, this is going to feel and look very differently than for others. But I think for all students, it's going to be a value to, to just learn and be aware of because they will have friends or maybe they're an RA and they've got students coming to them in their uh, first year of school and they're asking them questions. So, so all of us need to be educated on some level around this topic so that we can also just help support others, ourselves and others. So again, 
this whole idea of community, of, of educating community. And then we really want to pull more staff and faculty into this whole conversation. This week tended to be more about the students, but we plan to do like the, the body positivity workshop for staff as well. Um, we're going to be doing it for the Academy of Professional Women's group. So we want to reach out and educate beyond just the students. So those kinds of things will be addressed later on after this week completes. Uh, one of which is that we're working with the Student Health Center to get them condom dispensers and, and condoms over there because we give out free condoms at the Center for Student Wellness and Health Promotion, 10 a day, um, if students want them in variety of external, internal, or dental dams, so for oral um, as well as um, internal uh, uh, sexual contact. So we also want to have other places. When you places. say 10 a day, it's like, that's, so if somebody comes in, they'll get, they can get 10. 10 a day, uh, and they can pick their own. Some students have very specific, like, we know what we like, we know what, what brand we want, and, and so they'll pick their own. Others will take the mix pack that we always have available. Um, they can also get lube if they want lube. So we're trying to have another place on campus that also provides that, and because Student Health Center is across from us, and a lot of the nurses and physicians do want to have condoms available. It's just nothing that they've purchased in the past, so it's, it's something that they're negotiating in their budget this year. We decided that as part of the Healthy Campus Initiative, in order to make this a more campus-wide initiative, we needed to involve other parts of the campus. So we're hoping um, to be able to provide them with some of the funding. Uh, we would be purchasing the condom dispensers to have in the Student Health Center, which would also be available for staff and faculty as well as students. They'll just be in a couple different locations. Some of the nurses are gonna have smaller ones within their office. But again, it gives some comfortability, some anonymity to a student if they're in an appointment one-on-one. -on -one. Um, to, to, to protect themselves and to, or, or to share um, something like a condom with their friend. Um, we encourage that too. It may not be something you will use, but certainly if you would like to share, educate a friend, that would be also very good because we want them to be advocates as well. Gotcha. So after the big evening of Tuesday night, then now what will, what will Wednesday be like? And that will be Wednesday, April 11th. So Wednesday, we actually have one of our uh, sexual health peers uh, who is trained um, all year round with both myself, uh, Planned Parenthood, uh, one of the nurses has come in, done a lot of training with our sexual health peers. She is going to do a workshop specifically on sex toys. Um, and uh, this is a workshop she has already done a couple of times, uh, once at the Cross-Cultural Center and once at the Women's Hub and had really, really good success and turnout. Good, Students seem to be it. very interested, intrigued, kind of want to know a little bit more about the whole area of, of sex toys and, and lubricants and um, just sort of different um, ways of expressing themselves. Uh, and also the idea of, of it being something that is individual or shared with another person. So she is going to do a workshop around that. And again, one of the workshops um, that we are doing on Monday is also peer-led. And, and this one will also be peer-led. And we really love that idea because we know that students respond really well to peer-to-peer -peer education, um, that they feel comfortable, that um, they tend to ask questions. 
And so we're really happy to have our sexual health peers be our presenters as well during this week, um, as well as staff and, and faculty. Gotcha. We and, go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, the LGBT Resource Center is, as a partner, has also, we do our own programming typically throughout. And anybody is welcome on campus to come. Um, we have 11 different um, sessions that happen during the course of the week on Monday is guy talk. So that's for people who identify as male, whether they're masculine or masculine, right? Masculine aligned. Um, on Mondays, uh, we have ace and aro. So we actually have a group for asexual folks and aromantic folks that meets and has a conversation. We have tea time, which is for trans folks on Monday evenings. Um, and all these groups, so you can go to our website and look it up and see what the groups are. There's an asterisk by certain groups that are, if that asterisk is there, that means it's a closed group. You need to identify. Some of the groups that we have are open, but for this week, next week, every group is gonna focus on the theme of sexual health. So if I am trans or trans-spectrum or non-binary in my identity, and I go to the typical tea time meeting, on Monday, I can show up and the conversation will be about what does sex and sexuality look like for our community. If I go to um, like Thursday late night, it'll be a sexual health conversation, which is normally an open forum. We talk about a variety of things, but everything at the LGBT Resource Center next week will be focused on specifically sex and sexual health. Uh, I just wanted to throw that out there, but please do look at the website and be sure before you just show up to something, if it has an asterisk, we don't want people showing up that don't hold that identity. Some things are open. If it doesn't have the asterisk, you're more than welcome to show up and have a conversation and be part of that. And when you say to the website, is that the LGBT yeah. website? LGBTRC.uci.edu. Great, great. And what about the website for Sex Week? Is there a... Uh... So, so no, it's really being promoted primarily through our individual website. So again, if you go to uh -huh. studentwellness.edu, uci.edu, you will also see all of these events on our website. We would be promoting through Zot Health. We're going through all of the housing communities and sharing um, all of the events that are going on that week. Uh, athletics, Facebook posts, Facebook posts and, and events, uh, individual schools like engineering and law school and education. So we have really amazing uh, collaborations with a lot of different partners on campus and they'll be sharing out the information. We'll be flyering, we'll be have, having posters on all the major bridges and, and key areas uh, around campus. So because we have a limited budget for marketing, we tend to just take advantage of, of all of the partnerships, asking them to put it in their newsletters, asking them to put it up on their bulletin boards, asking them to put flyers in their resource centers. Um, we all tend to do that for each other when we have individual workshops and events throughout the year. So this will be no different. We'll be um, sharing it. We have a whole collage of what's going on on our door right now. We're going to do the same thing, hopefully, at the LGBT Resource Center. Um, really to incur just as much visual um, content as we can. And we really did go with a, a theme that was fun, um, open, really didn't have any gender identity or sexual identity or race identity or ethnic identity. It just was just for all, very, yeah. very inclusive. Um, and so we tried to make it enticing for students to come, interesting, pique their interest. Yeah, we want to do that. Food is being served at all of the workshops and all of the events. 
We have raffle prizes, all kinds of fun raffle prizes um, for students to win and take home, and a swag bag on the night of um, the Sexual Health Summit uh, compliments of uh, Planned Parenthood. So Is that Tuesday night? Yeah. That's okay. Tuesday night. Gotcha. So um, all kinds of, of, of ways to bring students in, to, to engage them, and, and again, they can come and do what they're comfortable participating in. Um, some of them may not be able to do an entire evening um, at the College Health Summit, so they may want to pick an individual workshop during mm-hmm. the week or just come to the tabling and find out what the resources are and what kind of programming we all do. Because again, as the Center for Student Wellness and Health Promotion, we do HIV testing, we have the condom co-op, we do individual workshops, so we do consultations around sexual health and other topic areas. So again, we're really trying to also just familiarize the students with resources available to support them in their health and wellness. And I'd love to just throw in, I think that Students talk amongst themselves about sexual health at, at different points. I think they, they have casual conversations about sex. Everybody does. I think we all, amongst our whatever our peer groups are, always do that. My hope is, as people look at sexual health, they don't feel overwhelmed. I think that there's always a skittishness or an apprehension that people have on their part about, I'm really interested. I want to learn, like, what about this Wednesday? Let's talk about sex, baby, which is about sex toys. I may have an interest, but what if I go there and I see somebody I know? What if, so I think people have some nervousness and apprehension that there's nothing new that's always been that way. But I think that the goal and what we're hoping for is that by having an entire week, people will challenge themselves to maybe step into a little discomfort, but know that sex is something that doesn't necessarily need to be something that we only talk about in private, right? That it's something that most people will engage in at some point in their life that it can be one of the most amazing parts of somebody's life if they allow it to be and that this is an invitation to come to the extent that people are comfortable and participate but if they're feeling apprehension my challenge is try and push through that discomfort to a, and go to a place doesn't mean you have to say anything you could just sit there and learn but what I know from being a sexual health educator and I think it could be echoed everybody in this room is a sexual health educator that is talking is that once people get into any situation where we're talking about sex, it becomes one of the most fun conversations anybody will ever have. People love it, people always light up. People come in and are very nervous at the beginning and then love it. As, as, as a wellness educator for years, as many of us are, the sexual health conversations are the best. They're the most fun. So I think this promises to be a great week if, if students, staff, and faculty show up and choose to engage and doesn't mean they have to say anything they can just come and listen and learn but it, I think it's going to be a really amazing fun excellent and on the flyer it's not listed that Thursday there will actually be something going on can we just finish with that sure so Thursday what we thought we'd do is just end up um, with some interactive activities on Ring Road to sort of sum up some of the topic areas that we covered throughout the week so We will be doing uh, an activity around sex positivity, around body positivity. Um, We will have information um, and resources just um, on all the different topic areas and and, um, partners that were at the event itself. So more of just to tie tie the week up with a really positive, engaging, fun, um, activity-based tabling for a few hours and that will be run by our sexual health peers 
Um, and we're just hoping that we'll just sort of end it on a high note, um, end it on a, a sort of a, a positive uh, conversational note, I guess. So that's what we'll be doing on Thursday. And, and sexual health education occurs year-round. We happen to be focusing a special week, but want to make sure that people that are listening to this show know that they can contact the LGBT Resource Center, the Center for Student Wellness and Health Promotion, Student Health, they can contact the Cross-Cultural Center, a number of people for information. Different departments do different levels of work. We have the uh, CARE Office, Campus Assault Resources and Education. There's a lot of people who spend their year and time focusing on sex and sexual health. So just because we're having this week, we'd love for you to come, but the goal is to raise awareness and attention. If you can't make it because it's a rough week for you for whatever reason, please find resources and go out there and make connections in the places that are comfortable for you. Excellent. Davidian, Beth, and Luis, thank you so much for being with us. Sex Week again will be held April 9th through the 12th. There'll be a lot of activities on campus and really looking forward to seeing it develop. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Thank the you. Opportunity.